Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. This is The Coaches along with Brett Witkowski. It's Phil McDonald, normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar here in downtown Stevensville, but Full Circle has been closed for a, a short bit to allow their family to, uh, their staff to enjoy time with family and friends. So Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar will be reopening uh, next week for you to enjoy your breakfast and lunch and occasional dinners uh, as they serve uh, a couple of days a week. But uh, today we are at Meister uh, Meister Woodkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in uh, downtown Stevensville. You can always check them out online, meister-woodkowskiphotography.com, which, by the way, they are the official uh, sports photographer of Our Lady of the Lake. <laughs> and we want to she thank Amy that. for that. Yeah, she That's does a great job. Honor. Amy does a, uh, a great job with those, uh, not just the sports photos, but wedding photos, graduation uh, photos, senior uh, photos, you name it. Uh, you can check them out online, meister-witkowskiphotography.com. We are uh, brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, also in part by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine. We'll be talking girls basketball uh, today, and then boys basketball coaches will be joining us at Full Circle Cafe. Cafe and Espresso Bar next Saturday to talk some, uh, some basketball. Not a lot going on uh, this past week or this upcoming week for uh, some of our area teams. I know Benton Harbor uh, boys hosted the Earl McKee Holiday Classic, and uh, the Benton Harbor girls played a game at the uh, River Valley Holiday mm-hmm. Tournament as well. But for the most part, I think most of our local teams have the uh, the two weeks off or possibly playing that Thursday or Friday of uh, next week. Yeah, Benton Harbor had you know their traditional holiday tournament. They had to come back both games. Yeah, they did. Uh, Gondrzak had like thirty-two and thirty-four. And I was and reading was... they have not lost a home game since twenty seventeen. Seriously? Yeah. Wow, but, what a winning streak! Yeah, that is. You don't want that hanging over your head. No, uh. Uh-uh. But I think River Valley. You know, they took advantage of the extra two games this year and and hosted the uh, girls and guys holiday tournament. It was afternoon style. Mm-hmm. Um, down there, they had All Claire, River Valley, Potterville, uh, which is where Coach Briney uh, from Michigan Lutheran, his son is the coach and AD. And then Benton Harbor girls were there for a day, and then they had Forest Hills Eastern, Eastern I think it was, yeah, Class B school. So, you know, uh, I, I, it'd be nice to start having those again. I, you know, I think communities because you get people coming to town. Mm-hmm. You know, the drawback is, you know kids and families getting a break from the sport too for a, a week right um but when i grew up saint joe had a huge holiday tournament for a long time and it was uh it was actually benton harbor saint joe lakeshore were in it and then they usually bring in like a detroit southwestern or something mm-hmm. like that then from there benton harbor i think my junior senior started their own holiday tournament in the mid 80s they remember back in the day you had Traditionally, two, if not three, schools from Detroit oh, yeah. in the Benton Harbor tournament or Ann Arbor. Yep. And they, yeah, and they would, I think, split the revenue with them because mm-hmm. they would lose a home game. Right. But, you know, there'd be some big crowds there. I mean, oh, my gosh. And if yeah. they said 7 30 start, that might be the end of the, <laughs> the game before. That, that those, Their tournaments never run on time. No. But that's usually for most. When you have four games like that, because they would have a JVs, mm-hmm. well, actually, they would have eight games because they had the well, JVs. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. four games, two games. Then they go to the consolation, and if, if any of those games, I mean, you you know, you did some of the games that followed me. You know, if you get into a foul fest or 
whatever. And they, oh, next thing you know, you're off 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Yeah. But uh, in recent remember years, the one they've... game when Stevie Wonder came? Yes, I do. Yeah, remember that? Uh-huh. Stevie Wonder's been there. Sinbad's been there. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Wilson Chandler has come uh, back and, and Joyke Bell. But, yeah, there's been uh, – Well, you had to get there early, too. You, you did. And it looked like the second night of the Holly Tournament, it was a full house. I think it was because I saw a post. I think it was Benton Harbor's. I don't know if it was their Facebook or Twitter account that said that uh, they were absolutely sold out and Good. they couldn't bring any more people in. So yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, but and I, I haven't had the opportunity to be at the the Holiday Classic in, in a few years, obviously because of COVID, and then not to doing games last year or this year, but. Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, when you attended as a fan, oh, the yeah. holiday uh, you had to dress up. Oh, they're, they're, you, you Sunday didn't show best, up like we did. And <laughs> you had Willie Joe. <laughs> and Willie Joe, if people know who, I don't. I think everybody knows who Willie. I think Willie, Willie yeah. Joe could run for office, probably. Uh huh. Just that name idea. Mm-hmm. And just put Willie Joe. Willie Joe, and that's all you but need. He always, he always was decked out. Oh yeah, he was quite entertaining. And he uh, he brought the dance moves uh, during a timeout in Along between with the quarters. Wrestling, wrestling at times. <laughs> That's right. Well, sometimes he wore his uh, his weightlifting belt too. Oh. <laughs> it was like a WWE. It was. Belt. Yeah. Yeah. People, if you can drive to Benton Harbor, you'll see Willie Joe walking around all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's he's an icon. He's Willie Joe. He's Willie Joe. He's he's, he's yeah. the new version of. Slippery <laughs> Just an iconic figure in the yep. community. Yep. People Definitely. Know, people know who Willie Joe is. Yeah, but to your point, I wonder if more schools will start bringing back like a uh, a holiday classic kind of thing. I know uh, several years ago, Coloma uh, oh, that's right. did to... that like on a Saturday. And it wasn't a showcase. Two... Yeah, it was a showcase. It wasn't a two-day thing like uh, Benton Harbor does. It was a one-day, like, you know, when Benton Harbor goes to the Grand Rapids things, right. those are a one-day showcase. Right. You know, I, I could I could see, like, a St. Joe and Lakeshore, it's just me, maybe working together mm-hmm. and alternate it and then bring in two teams, and then St. Joe and Lakeshore would not play each other, but bring in whoever, you know, a couple schools from outside the area. Yeah. And then have a doubleheader, and then the following year switch it, or, mm-hmm. quad, you know, quad or even more counting freshmen. Um and then swing it over to the other school the following year just to get some games over over Christmas. Like I said, I think it's a catch-22 where they like having some time off, but then, I mean, we're, I was looking at Michigan Lutheran's schedule. They got – it's like three weeks off. Yeah, it is. Well, almost a month mm-hmm. on the girls' side. Um, and that, that's almost like starting all over, I, I think, at, at some level. Um, I, I remember I played a little bit of freshman ball at St. Joe – Lakeshore had like a 16-team freshman tournament. Wow. It was really cool. It was it was like over three days. Yeah. Um, but I remember playing. That was, that was great. I mean, and it was, you know, your traditional schools, but then you had everybody showed up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great idea. And it'd be nice to start having those back again. I didn't mind growing up playing over Christmas. It never bothered me. Um, Sat around anyways. Yeah, I mean, what my Benton Harbor it's known for it, so everyone knows you're going to have the holiday tournament. If you start it, I think it's gonna, it might take a while for families to get used to it. Correct. Um, it would probably take a full cycle. Yeah, 
where then it's just like, okay, we put, and again, I think what you just brought up with Benton Harbor, it's, it's part of their culture. Mm-hmm. If you play Benton Harbor, basket, if you're going to play for Benton Harbor, you're going to play after Christmas. Right. Which means you can get away a few days before, but probably a day after Christmas. You need to be at practice. Mm-hmm. Usually it's the 27th, 28th, or the 28th, 29th. Yep. Right. Yeah, they've always been consistent with that. And, um, but I think it's just fun. You know, SMC did the one-day, like, showcase out there. They had teams from three states playing. Mm-hmm. And with the extra two games, you can do different things. I'm you sure can. that's why uh, Potterville came down here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's why Forest Hills Eastern came right. down here. You know, they're looking for games and... Did, now, are you full schedule over at Our Lady? Uh, girls are 22, oh, boys are 20. Okay. And just hope you don't get any snow out I know. of the installations. Because ML boys, remember, they got hit already because they just didn't have officials. Yeah, as a matter of fact, well, you you know, we can talk more about that coming up in in just a little bit as we uh, take a break here. As we continue with the coaches, we are at Meister Woodkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in downtown Stevensville. Normally at Full Circle, but Full Circle Cafe is closed for the holidays, reopening this upcoming week. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh, healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult and even kids treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM, normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. They are closed for uh, the holidays. They are going to be reopening January 4th here in downtown Stevensville. Uh, we are at Meister Woodkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in Stevensville. You can check out all of uh, Amy's work online, meister-woodkowskiphotography.com. Along with Brett Woodkowski, it's Phil McDonald. We'll be talking Our Lady of the Lake Girls Basketball with Coach Mary Voitko coming up at around uh, 8.30. 
we half their talk- season's over. With. I know. <laughs> I'm, I was, but, you know, I print out these. I was looking. At them, I'm like, what the? You mentioned uh, Michigan Lutheran boys lo- uh, not moving a game because of uh, officiating, mm-hmm. and um, we have moved one. We were supposed to play covert boys, and we moved it to. I think it was on a Friday. We moved it to that Thursday. Uh, oh, and they wow. asked us to because there just weren't any officials. And there was another day coming up, I want to say January 17th, and they said, we've got games all over the place here in the area, and we don't have enough officials. And they asked, you know, can anybody move uh, their games? And we were playing New Buffalo. And by the time New Buffalo and I uh, and Our Lady came up with a date, we let the assigner know. And he says, well, I think we're okay now, so you don't have to move it. We had enough other schools move it. That's going to be... Uh, and again, this is not the fault of the assigner at all. I, 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 I've always had respect for what the assigners, what the officials do, but currently, um, that's off to them. I mean, how they have the patience to try to move everything around and try to find enough officials. I told you, uh, well, I, I guess for lack of a better phrase, luckily uh, canceled our games with Bridgman going into mm. Christmas break. Uh, the girls were supposed to play at Bridgman. The boys were going to be oh. at Our Lady of the Lake. And the games at Our Lady of the Lake, because of lack of local officials, because they're just the pool is not that big right now, they had to reach out to two gentlemen from Chicago oh, wow. and two from South Bend. And that was that Thursday where we were supposed to start getting hit with the snow. Sure. And so... Ahead of time, Shane Peters at uh, Bridgman and I got together, and I told him, I said, we've got guys coming from Chicago and uh, South Bend. And he says, I'm thinking the same thing. Why don't we go ahead and be proactive now and just move the games? And so we did. Hmm. And, uh, and then, You got new dates for them now? <coughs> yeah, I want to say one of them is the top of my head like a january 23rd the other one is like early february or something okay so yeah late january and the other one's in in february sometime um but yeah we didn't want those officials to be driving back in in weather like that but and again we've we've said it before if if you love sports and this is not just a basketball problem right it's a football problem and the assigners for uh, some of the area schools, especially the smaller schools, mm-hmm. are saying we're going to need you to move some games to either Thursdays or Saturdays next year because we don't have enough officials for everybody to play on Friday. Is that are they asking the smaller schools to move because of pay? Um, or is it eleven man versus eight man? I think it's a combination of both. Okay, because one gentleman he's not the regular assigner, but somebody who helps out. And I don't even th- think he's local, so I mean, you know, nobody's going to know who I'm talking about. Reached out to one of the athletic directors, eight-man football athletic directors, and more or less hinted to the fact, well, 11-man gets first dibs. Okay. And the other eight-man, there's school that has eight-man, their athletic director kind of took that the wrong way, which I would too. Right, no, it's football. I mean, kids are kids. Yeah, it's it, still football. It's still football, Just right. Numbers. Right. No different than arena football or Canadian mm-hmm. football. Still yeah. football. But yeah, you've got larger schools maybe paying a little bit more, and even some smaller schools. I think they're probably, they're trying to pony up and pay more, so they think that they, they're they going to be guaranteed to get officials because yeah. the rest of the smaller schools are, are, are trying to pay as much as they can um have you raised your ticket prices yet 
We have not yet. I've seen uh, a lot of schools going to six and seven. Six and seven. Yeah, and we I had a, a discussion with the uh, the BCS conference because I know a lot of the larger schools are doing that. Right. And even at the regional athletic directors meeting, it was late last year, uh, it was asked. And some said, yeah, we're going up to six or seven. Others said, well, we're staying at five now, but maybe we will. We discussed it at you know the BCS conference and or amongst the BCS athletic directors, and it was decided it's a good idea for everybody to charge the same thing. So mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't go to River Valley and pay one thing, and go to Michigan Lutheran and pay something different, and you know go to All Claire and pay something different. Mm-hmm. So we decided to keep everyone charged the same and keep it at five dollars at least for this year for basketball. Yeah, I, I think or for, for all sports that we charge. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would go to six for a couple of years and seven. I think you just have to because mm-hmm. your your costs have gone up dramatically, especially on the officiating side. And you know, if you get hundred people a game, except, you know, hundred two hundred bucks, that yeah. offsets those costs or allows you then to pay more to have officials on traditional game nights, which you'll get more people, mm-hmm. and then you get more people to concession, and as I'm sure that your your boosters are the ones benefit from the concession stand right and if you don't have anybody there you don't mm-hmm. make any money right and you and figure the concession stand and if they have let's say a hundred dollars in sales they're only they're only clearing 30 to 35 bucks mm-hmm. after food cost right and pretty much with, with a lot of schools if not all there are some sports you just don't pay admission or charge admission to correct um, especially string sports right i mean that's just some do Right, yeah, some are, are able to, but you know, so that depends they're, on how laid out. Mm-hmm. So I want to say, wine does it. You see how they, like for soccer, they have like their sports. I don't know about baseball, but they have like a gate where you drive in. You pay at the gate as you drive into the complex. Okay. Then you know you go to whatever sporting event you're going mm-hmm. to. But you know, like St. Joe, how are they going to charge? Right for baseball, baseball or softball, or, right? Yeah, they can charge track. Um, you know, how's Lakeshore going to charge mm-hmm. for baseball? You right, staying right there and watching. Exactly. You know, same with Benton Harbor. Mm-hmm. You can, <laughs> well, Benton you, Harbor for football was the same way too. Yeah. Remember all those people would line up on the hill. <laughs> they, they let the bro- they let the. I made, <laughs> I made a suggestion to them, kind of. Hey, why don't you let that brush grow up a little bit? Get more. I don't know if they listen or they just didn't cut it, but. It, it did grow up this year. I drove by one game. The guys were trying to look around <laughs> on that brush that was growing up on the fence, which they should be because, you know. But you're right. People park there. And, <laughs> and, and, and well, well, you probably got the same with soccer. Soccer, yeah, we do. You, know, you got the fence. But mm-hmm. They can see through a fence. Right. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from uh, Meister Witkowski Photography in downtown Stevensville. Normally, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar will be back there next Saturday talking boys basketball. We'll be talking with Our Lady of the Lake Girls basketball coach Mary, Mary Voidko coming up at about 8.30. From Meister Witkowski Photography. Again, check them out online, meister-witkowskiphotography.com. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. 
One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. It ended up being a lot. These are the voices of NADS. I pay for streaming video, cloud storage, streaming audio. Where does it end? This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there is radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the music, news, and entertainment you want when you want it for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connection required. Here's my credit card number. It's 5462. Shh, don't speak. When you listen to WSJM, you'll never need that. (laughs) This is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM, normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. They've been closed for the holidays, reopening January 4th. And don't forget, they're also open for dinner Wednesday through Saturdays till 7 o'clock. We are brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. This week, because of Full Circle being closed, we are at Meister Witkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in Stevensville since 1966. Mm-hmm. Southwest Michigan. And the last I don't know how many years been voted Southwest Michigan's favorite photographer. Yeah, and yeah, Amy won that again this year. Deservedly so too. You should check out the Amy's work. You can online Meister Dash Witkowski Photography, uh, or if you uh, walk by the um, Our Lady of the Lake gym, mm-hmm. you can see some of our uh, team of photos hanging in the the windows, yeah. courtesy of Meister Witkowski. She'll have them out here in a window in a few weeks. Yeah, she changes those up so. Yeah, she likes she doing those team does a uh, does a great job. Well, again, normally we'd be talking with uh, Jeff Wallace for uh, St. Joe Girls Basketball, not able to uh, to join us uh, this week. But after uh, two um, opening season wins, Battle Creek, Harper Creek, and Benton Harbor, uh, they've they've hit a tough stress of the schedule. Some yep. good competition, falling to Battle Creek Central, Kalamazoo Central, Lakeshore, and Otsego. Going into the break, the game with Madawan was postponed. So the next game coming up will be the first day back from break, Monday the 9th, uh, as they host Benton Harbor. Yeah, it, uh, they have struggled. They're just not scoring a lot of points. And, you know, 37, 41, 25, and I watched the game versus Lakeshore. They did, I think they shot 20, 25% from the field. Hmm. And Lakeshore shot 21 or 26%. I mean, neither neither team shot well at all. But 
they, they just don't have a lot of height. And that's a tough conference not to have height. True. Though. I mean, because, you, you know, in districts, you got uh, the Kalamazoo schools and Lakeshore is much improved. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think they start a couple, three sophomores. So they'll have their hands full. Um, as you said, Benton Harbor after a break. Porridge Northern has gotten better, which didn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Portage Northern, and it goes in cycles for a lot of schools. But yeah, it was they, a bad they, cycle. They were in a period where, um, it just uh, unfortunately for them, uh, just down that years. Was like a, that was like one of those ski slopes you see in the Olympic cycle. They, some down they, years. Yeah, they, I felt bad for them. I did too, yeah. I mean, they they didn't win a game for a couple of years. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. tough on anybody's mental. State. Yeah, so they're doing a nice job uh, turning things around at Portage Northern. Yep. I think Edwards, Niles is really down. They have not won a game. They lost to Pawpaw like 60-something to 11 or 17 the other Wow. Day. There's a program that's been uh, really good. And some really nice young ladies going yeah. through the program that have since graduated. And uh, unfortunately, not enough uh, in the uh, the tank to uh, to fill those shoes. Yeah, it's just yeah they they've really been up and down. Um, and then later on in the season, you know St. Joe's got Buchanan, which is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Young lady, we need to get her on a coaching show at some point. And I know we will if, if it works out. Maybe yeah, Faith Carson. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to Ohio State to play basketball. That doesn't happen often. No, to play big Big Ten major Big Ten ball. Nothing against some of the other ones, but Ohio State is, you know, there's different levels even mm-hmm. within the conference. And then they got Brandywine, which is, you know, Brandywine. Brandywine is like to solid. Put the on you. Exactly. Yeah. They'll play if they think they can beat you. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, and Josh Hood has done a nice job building a program there, or even a, a down year is yeah. still much better than 500 they have a style and that that's their style Mm -hmm. you know they shoot threes and they're in your face and you know they make you uncomfortable on offense and so even if they have let's say average or good talent because of the intensity that they play with they can you know compete at a high level but that'll be a tough district you know them and buchanan already played once buchanan won that matchup Mm -hmm. and then you got waterlee sitting in the Cloma district, so they would match in regionals this year. Last year, they are all in the same district. Yeah, and Water of Elite's having a nice season. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they're missing Dudak, uh, uh, not Dudak, uh, Dietz. Oh, Sammy Dietz. Yeah, so hopefully when she gets back. Um, There's another really good athlete, oh, yeah. Sammy Dietz. Yeah, they got a good class going through right now. Right. That senior class, and good volleyball and good basketball, and I think good softball. Softball, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from uh, Meister Witkowski Photography. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It's the most wonderful time of year. Hi, I'm Eric Eichen from Sturgis Bank and Trust Company. And while others may be looking back, Sturgis Bank and Trust is looking forward. A new year brings new opportunities, fresh ideas, renewing old relationships, and developing new ones. A much better tomorrow is certainly within reach, and by working together, we will make it happen. On behalf of Sturgis Bank and Trust Company's hundreds of hardworking and dedicated employees, I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And to our customers, past, present, and future, thank you for placing your trust in us. Together, 
we can make a difference. Season's greetings from everyone at Sturgis Bank and Trust Company. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Some patchy fog in spots early today, looking gray but staying dry for most of the day. A stray shower is possible in the morning, highs in the low 40s. We'll cool to the low 30s overnight, but a stray rain shower is possible. Tomorrow will still be cloudy with a stray shower, highs in the mid 40s tomorrow. We'll warm to the low 50s Monday thanks to an incoming warm front, soaring to the low 60s Tuesday as widespread rain arrives. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM brought to you in part by Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. And again, they are closed for a bit for the holidays to allow staff to spend some holiday time with family and friends. They'll be reopening January 4th. And don't forget uh, their dinner hours as well, Wednesday through Saturday. Full Circle is open until 7, serving dinner. We are at Meister Witkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in Stevensville. You can check them out uh, online. Check out Amy's fantastic work, Meister Witkowski Photography.com. Um, so we're awaiting uh, Mary Voitko, uh, head uh, coach for Lake Michigan Catholic Girls uh, Basketball. Um, but as you had mentioned, um, Our Lady of the Lake has played a good um, amount of basketball games already going into the holiday break. There are some schools that are able to uh, to get quite a few games in, and you know Benton Harbor is another one that's played mm-hmm. a handful of games going into the the holiday break. Um, and I, it pluses or minuses. You're playing a lot of basketball early, yeah, and a, a shortened preseason. You mm-hmm. have one week less of practice, but um, the more you get in early, yeah. the less you have to make up later on too. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it was wise to get those games in because, like you said, you get a cancellation after. After this period of the year with weather, I don't think you're going to make it up somehow. I see you got Cobra. Is Cobra having a team? Yes. Really? Yeah. Varsity only. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's a step in the right direction. And, you know, I, and there are three teams in the BCS conference, yeah. and I give their athletic directors a lot of credit. Um, Kenny uh, at um, Covert, mm-hmm. and then um, Earl Cook at. All Claire, Matt Johnson at New Buffalo mm-hmm. have all said we've got a very young and inexperienced team. We've only got one, and they've said we will fulfill our obligation to play the conference games as a varsity team, but the rest of the year we're just going to look for JV games right. because we're that. But I give them a and lot of credit. Countryside has a team. Countryside Academy has a team as well. First time in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so they're playing yeah. the uh, the varsity schedule um, for the, the conference. But and then, Grace Christian. Yes. Yeah, Grace Christian has got – and they're another one who's, yeah. uh, again – It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was looking at my records. They have not played basketball since 17. 
Has it been that? Yeah. And the nice thing is, obviously yourself, Michigan Lutheran, uh, River Valley. Am I missing somebody? I mean, those are the three best teams in the conference by far. But the nice thing is all Claire will play countryside. Mm-hmm. All Claire will play New Buffalo. New Buffalo will play Covert. You know, so they'll get probably eight competitive games among themselves. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Grace Christian right now doesn't have enough boys for boys basketball, but no. they're you know working on and their enrollment's going up a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean they they actually were not they were actually good in girls sports mm-hmm. in volleyball and about, basketball. Yeah, there. they were and they, softball. Yeah, for about a decade there, they're always young in softball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Jewel, okay, John, how young are your team? Let's, let's get that first statement over. <laughs> but, um, and then they went through a leadership change and their enrollment dropped in half, like overnight. Um, and it's easier to fall down than to get up mm-hmm. and stay yeah, in a while. But they, they kept their doors open, they survived, and um, moving in the right direction to move to that next level of competition. Is, um, is BCS looking anywhere or? Like to grab more schools because be kind of limited right now. You'd have to take from an right as far as teams to add that uh, we are, the BCS is open to adding if mm-hmm. anybody's interested. But I, that's the problem. And I know sometime last school year, it Just may call. have been early uh, in the school year, a lot of letters went out to right. say large class D, small class C schools. Um, would you like to mm-hmm. join? Because that was right after we knew, uh, we being the BCS, that Bridgman was going to leave, Brandywine was leaving, mm-hmm. Buchanan was leaving, mm-hmm. uh, Berrien Springs was leaving, the bigger schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if there was any interest. Cause I just I, I think the the large class D and Lawrence left. Yeah. Uh, or the small class C schools, are, I think, are kind of content with where they're at. Sure. Yeah, I mean. I could see the maybe the Southwest Ten of BCS becoming one, mm-hmm. just because there's other sports other than basketball and football. Right. You know, not everybody has a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has a golf team. Not everybody has a track team. Right. Not everybody has you know baseball, softball, um, or wrestling, things like that. Any thoughts of changing the name back to? Not back, but change the name to like the Red Arrow or something. I was going to bring that up eventually, and I was trying to think. You know, BCS when it was formed was right. burying Cass St. Joseph counties. Right. Um, now you're just BC. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Har- Howardsville. Yeah, that's in Cass. Yeah. Marcellus. Marcellus is. Yep. Yeah, so there is no S anymore. Yep. Well, at least you, at least you, <laughs> at least you have somebody in the seat, not just the BS conference. <laughs> uh, so I, I was going to propose that. I don't know if there's any, and still being new as an athletic director, I don't know everything that's involved with changing the name of a conference. Well, um, as long as nobody else has it, right? Which I don't think. They, Nobody does. I don't think anybody has the Red Arrow or, you know, I mean, and if they don't like the Red Arrow, Blossom Land is available, I yeah. would imagine. Sure. Yep. They brought back the Lakeland Conference. Mm-hmm. And I know they like to add some more teams. And then I was I was reading for Lumen Christie, which is a football power. Yeah. Out of Jackson. They're leaving the Interstate 8 Conference. Are they? They left it. Yeah, they are leaving. And they joined the Detroit Catholic League. 
Wow. So I was, I was reading online, and uh, Dave Wolf and I were talking about it during the week. He actually wrote a little a piece. I don't know if he's posted it yet or not. So that puts the Interstate uh, Conference at 17, so now they're at odd numbers. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lumen Christie wanted to join that league because the league has changed their bylaws. They took in like six schools from Toledo, somebody, one or two out of Ann Arbor. Um, there's even a Lutheran school in the Detroit Catholic League. Hmm. And they felt it aligned more with, you know, obviously their beliefs. Right. Um, but more in line with what they're trying to, to do as a school. But it was, I was reading there was even a couple of Detroit Catholic League schools that refused to play them in football. <laughs> wow. I was looking at, the, you know, their schedules, all Catholic League. They're, they're in like the, the, they have like four team divisions for football. And they're in one of those. So didn't sound like they got kicked out of the conference this time. Hmm. Um, but, you know, they won state title in football. I think they started out 0-3. And then I one, think, yeah, that one, sounds right. Yeah, they lost to Traverse City, St. Francis, and then I think beat them in the finals. But yeah, no, they joined the Catholic League. So you know, you talk about you know, it's no secret. Gull Lake would like probably get out of the conference. Yeah, out uh, of uh, smack, they've been playing non non conference for football, uh, and then you use a conference for everything else that fits what they think is good for them. And Loin Oryx. And Loin Oryx. And so didn't some of the coaches, I can't remember if they were basketball coaches or football coaches, thought that the Southwest Michigan Athletic Conference was going to eventually say you're either all in or all out. Yeah, I did. When I I did a game last year for SJM up at um, Matawan, it was Lakeshore at Matawan. And I was just just talking to the AD. Mm -hmm. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a really good guy. And he was just telling me that those schools found the flaw in their bylaws. Mm Mm-hmm. That allowed them to do it, but he was pretty solid that that was going to be corrected because you could opt out in any sport. Yeah, I mean, right. what's the point of being in a conference? Mm-hmm. And so, I would think, you know, Go Lake would probably love to get back in Wolverine. Wolverine will never take them; they're too big. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now you got the Interstate Eight looking for teams. But it's going to look; they got to find somebody. And there's always been rumblings that Lloyd Norks would like to go to the Lansing area. Mm-hmm. And then you could see Battle Creek Central going to Lansing area. Right. Um, I'm sure we're just something's going to start up here again where you'll see a mayor go around. But it seems like every year there's some schools that move. Last year it was obviously the school starting in Lakeland, which did help out Ben Hard more than anybody. Yeah. Because they were stuck independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had Lawrence leaving. And I get, I get Lawrence leaving for geographic reasons. Right. I don't get it for competitive reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. That I just, because they are a school of 190 kids, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they're playing against Bangor 325, Bloomingdale 300, um, Consock 4, 500. And you might be competitive in some sports, but a lot of sports you're just not going to be able to match yeah. up. Yeah. And the other way for Bridgman, they leave for competitiveness, yeah. not for geographic reasons. Yeah, you got to wonder about that even because that's a lot of miles on those buses. Yeah. A lot of leaving school early. And then on the girls' side, South Haven and Cloma don't have varsity girl basketball. That still amazes me. South Haven's not, I mean, Cloma's played a few games. I think they're doing like what you said, New Buffalo number, you know. But South Haven hasn't. Mm -hmm. Not till the first two years. I looked at their schedule. It's like, wow. You know, we're talking schools of 400 and 550. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, I mean, Our Lady has, what, 70, 
And you got JV and Mercy Girls, too. Yeah, thanks to eighth graders. Well, that's a, But still. Still, I mean. Still. Okay, throw in your eighth grade. Now you're up to about 90 kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, still. Right. You, you know, still. <laughs> you look at, you know, Michigan Lunter with 110 students and full varsity and JVs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I think it's just a, a mental thing for families and for parents. And, you know, I think specialization has led to some of that. And I think kids just laying around too much. I think sitting around during COVID just was not a good. There are a lot of people speculating if that was going to what that how that was going to affect high school athletics moving forward. With again, kids for you know probably two years, some of them not going back for fear of uh, the spread of COVID, not doing anything. Yeah, and I think the the longer. The more studies there are done, the damage that that did to kids mm-hmm. being and staying at home, not being social, and doing all those things, I think has had a big damage both on the social side of skills, plus I think obviously on the academics side, the scores are way behind where they used to be. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from Meister Witkowski Photography. It is the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line johnny at full circle cafe and espresso bar in stevensville we serve love and we love our community that's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast lunch baked goods and locally roasted coffee source from places right here in southwest michigan whenever we can we're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible because this is our home too come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown stevensville and join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com see you soon we love you Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville and St. Joseph Avenue. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski. We are also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland, your family food store. Faster, easier, friendlier. Mary Voidko from Our Lady of the Lake, not able to, uh, to join us this morning, but just take a look what the Lakers have uh, done going into the break. The season opening win against Andrews Academy and then falling to uh, Kalamazoo Hackett. 
and uh, then the topping Grace Christian, uh, falling to uh, Michigan Lutheran, uh, then upending Countryside Academy, and then falling to uh, River Valley, Berrien Springs, and Brandywine. Uh, before the holiday break, the game against Bridgman was postponed because of the uh, the weather. And then coming out, um, you've got the likes of All Claire, Howardsville Christian, New Buffalo, Covert, uh, Michigan Lutheran once again. Dewajak is on the uh, schedule. Fenville is Dwajak's on the schedule. Really improved. Yeah, they, uh, that's I mean, that was a see. doormat <laughs> for a long time. They, they uh, played some pretty good ball this year. Fenville on the schedule, Benton Harbor as well, all coming out uh, after the uh, the break, and you know that'll be a, a nice matchup with uh, with some of those schools. That normally, you know, you know, you don't see, except for last year, Benton Harbor on the Our Lady of the Lake schedule, Fenville mm-hmm. uh, on the uh, the schedule. So it's good to, in Dwajak. So it's good to see a, a variety of different teams. That was it, because the extra two games. Uh, those were, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got left. There's donuts here too. Oh yeah. Exactly. I really don't need to eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to. I want but, to, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if he will. <laughs> well, if they're still there after the show, mean he Tom might. Or Roger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we will take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk Lakeshore Girls Basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. If you like to shop, 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 United Federal Credit Union has Visa credit cards that offer perks, perks, perks. And the right card can make all the difference. Our U-First Visa card offers great low rates and no fees, while our U-Rewards Visa card offers, well, great rewards. You choose the card that's right for you. Gotta give you credit for that. Visit unitedfcu.com slash credit card today. United Federal Credit Union, we get you. Insured by NCUA, Equal Opportunity Lender. 94.9 WSJM and Renaissance Athletic Club have made this an ultimate Christmas for nine lucky winners of the ultimate Christmas giveaway. Chrissy Collins, Dominic Johnson, and Wendy Moore all won ring doorbells. Marsha Lovell, Michael Dewey, and Valerie Owen won Roomba J7 robot vacuums. And John Post, Leona Dixon, and Andrew Sharon all won $1,000 toward holiday credit card bills. The Ultimate Christmas Giveaway was presented by Renaissance Athletic Club and was sponsored by Cody Korfmacher Farm Bureau Insurance, Javis USA, the Michigan Army National Guard, R.W. The Pine, your new local choice for residential plumbing, heating, and cooling, redefining service, and the Inn at Harbor Shores. Congratulations to all nine winners from all of us at News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Merry Christmas. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. From Meister Witkowski Photography in Stevensville, it's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. We're normally at uh, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Still closed for the holidays. They'll be reopening January 4th. Again, don't forget about their uh, dinner hours as well, Wednesday through Saturday. They're open until 7 o'clock for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Again, Meister Witkowski Photography is where we are uh, for the coaches this morning on St. Joseph Avenue in Stevensville, joined by Lakeshore Girls Basketball Coach Mike Clark, good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, hope you had a good holiday. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Have a few days off. Low-key low uh, New Year's celebration or... Uh 
Uh, for the most part, my nieces are in town, so oh, we'll get cool. together with my kids, and I'll see my brother-in-law, and my parents will probably come over at least for the Michigan game later, and so yeah, oh. not, nothing too 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 big. Yeah. But are you going to practice then after the Michigan game, like ten o'clock at night? We've got no, no. <laughs> all of our stuff's early. All we we do all our stuff early. So <laughs> you've got before we take a look at uh, your, a couple of your last couple of games. You've got a game coming up on. Tuesday yes. with Niles. Yes. As, as a coach, do you find it? Are you kind of weary as to who's going to be in town, who's not going to be in town? Is that something you establish <laughs> before the season even starts? We try to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, we try to get. We try to be very intentional. Um, try to get the schedule out from the beginning of the season all the way through Christmas break. That was mm-hmm. kind of the first set of the schedule we send out. And then we come back from the break here. We'll send out the schedule that will hopefully take us through the most of the end of the year. Um, it's just tough. I mean, you know, families travel um, over the holidays, some to see other family because they have family in other states, and, and some just because that's their, their vacation. That's finally a chance to, to kind of get a break since they've maybe had since summer. So um, it is tough, and it's tricky to, to adjust um, to those things, but I think it's just kind of the nature of, I, I would assume most high schools are dealing with this, not just, you know, not just us, that mm-hmm. you're kind of in that in that boat. So, so yeah, so we adjust and we make the best of it. Do you give the girls uh, off sometime? So typically, we, so since I've been here, my very first year we had like a holiday tournament. Lloyd Norris oh, yeah. hosted a holiday tournament over the Christmas break and we played that. Um, and then that was the last time we played a game over the two weeks of break. Mm-hmm. So normally we would give kind of the Christmas week mm-hmm. off completely. They'd have those seven days off. And then we would usually come back for like the five days leading up to school returning because we should have a game on the Tuesday when we returned. Um, but this year we've got a game, like I said, against Niles here right in the middle of break. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made it a little bit trickier in terms of trying to give some of the time off and and then, you know, still being prepared for, for a game. Um, it helped a little bit, I guess, in that when, with the weather that came in, because we were supposed to play that Thursday before the holiday break, and that game got canceled because of the weather. Um, so we ended up having Thursday off, Friday off, and then the weekend, which led you know through Christmas. And so, so they've had about seven days. We just started back on Thursday, and that's going to give us about five practices, hopefully leading up to, to Niles. So. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest challenge when when a team comes back from a break? Conditioning, I would say, is yeah. one, right? Like that's that's probably the big one. Um, you know, the first couple of days was a lot of... As we're eating donuts here. Yeah, I know. Emily's not eating the donut, but, right, but, right, but I'm no problem eating it. Not uh, <laughs> yeah, conditioning, I think, is the biggest one. And then, um, you know, you, you lose a little bit of your skill set, obviously. You just, it takes a second to get back. So, like, the first couple practices for us are a lot of drills that involve layups and, and 15-foot jump shots mm-hmm. and, and running up and down the court, like, with a ball. You know, I mean, that that's literally i think been our first two days um so helps get the conditioning back helps starting to get the feel for the game back we'll start going over our offense today so it's like practice three we'll just now start going back over our offense again um you know leading up to the game so you brought uh, emily lockman uh, with you and you've got some nice upper class talent but you've got some nice uh, lower class talent as well as far as underclassmen goes and emily's one of those yeah no i mean man we're lucky you know we've had a couple good sets of seniors just great leadership out of that group these last couple years and then throw on top of that this sophomore class in particular obviously we had you know three of them Emily and one of them as well that were up as as freshmen on varsity last year all three of them are now in the starting lineup um 
on a regular basis, and we've had another sophomore that came up um, this year, her first year on varsity. She's pretty much come into a starting spot now and started the majority of her games out of these first six. So now we got four sophomores in the starting lineup, mm-hmm. uh, a couple a couple more playing really well in JV right now, um, hopefully being ready for, for varsity next year. They usually get their one quarter um, that they dress with us. Mm-hmm. Um, just to keep them around the program on game nights in particular. They practice one night at one, one day a week with us. Um, but this sophomore class is fantastic, um, like you said, in terms of their athleticism, basketball talent, work ethic, um, all those things. And, and Emily's definitely a big part of that for sure. So, Emily, coach bringing you in the Saturday in the middle of Christmas break. Uh, because, and thank you for getting up and coming in. Yeah. Do you get to skip sprints in the next practice or something like uh, that? Because, n- no, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe there was some kind of incentive. Hey, can you get up early in the middle of break and come up uh, to the show? We appreciate you doing that. Yeah, of course. For you personally, how's the season going? Um, I feel like it's going really well. I feel like starting is a big improvement from last year. Um, last year I was filling in kind of for Gabby Conway being a post, but this year I've been a post and I can also be any other spot on the court. So you, I feel you, like you had a big game against Barron, didn't you? Um, I feel like Barron was a big game, was it? Point wise, yeah. I've had a couple big games this year. Uh, definitely a big improvement from last year. Last year I only had like a couple points helping out the team, but this year I feel like kind of a big role, I guess, being a post. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you been able to fit into a starting role pretty easily? Has that been comfortable for you? Or Definitely like, been comfortable, okay. yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if it would be, like, overwhelming, but comfortable for you. I get nervous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your coach would be happy to know you're nervous. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely get nervous, but I feel good being out there. I feel strong, and I don't know. I feel like... It's not that scary mm-hmm. once you have done it a couple times. How was it starting in the, the St. Joe game? Definitely nerve-wracking. Yeah, that. it's a different kind of game. I feel like you go in with the – I mean, you shouldn't go in with a different kind of mindset, but it's you a different do. game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your rivalry. Um, it, it was different. I was nervous that game a lot. Honestly, it wasn't one of my best games this season so far, but I'll be ready for next time we play them, definitely, for sure. Coach, what has Emily done uh, in your mind that's impressed you so far early in the season? Emily impresses me all the time. Um, I mean, to be honest, I know she talks about being nervous all the time, but, I mean, she's fantastic. Like, she doesn't give herself near enough credit. Um, she's almost averaging a double-double. She's She's pretty much average a double-double all season. Probably with the Berrien game, we had a lot more rotation just because of the score. So we tried to get a lot more um, players, kind of a little bit more playing time that night. Um, so that might have hurt a couple of those things, maybe statistically speaking, but she's averaging 10 points, 8 rebounds a game. She leads our team in rebounds on the season. Um, at one point, I mean, she's had games where she's been our leading in steals. She's been our leading in assists. Um, you know, she talks about her versatility a little bit. You know, she kind of, last year, it's funny, I always feel like she's like six feet tall. And then I get her out there, and she's like the same height as some of my guards. Um, but but she plays like that a lot of times, especially when she does go underneath. I mean, she you know, she talked about kind of filling in for Gabby Conway last year. And that was kind of the role we saw her at. And then as the season kept going on, we we're like, well, shoot, she can, she can hit threes. She can take people off the dribble. Um, so with our offense, a lot of times it's spread either on a four out, one in, and sometimes she does play the in. And we've adjusted, I, you know, we adjusted some things as coaching staff this year to also put a little bit of five out stuff in because I like to see Emily play outside a little bit more as well, not just be inside. Um, so, yeah, and, and honestly, she's, I mean, she's incredibly athletic. Um, like I said, she plays very strong underneath. Uh, and she's been consistent. I think that's the thing that's maybe impressed me the most this year is, you know, we brought her up from, so she started JV last year and got her one quarter in with varsity. 
And then that took her by Christmas. She was up with varsity full time last year. Started even a couple games last year as a freshman, even coming up from JV. And um, she just—I mean, she worked very, very hard over the summer. Um, and and as this season's gone on, I mean, and I say consistency, and that's in games, but that's also practice. Like you know what you're going to get out of Emily every day. Like she's going to be one of your hardest workers on the court. She's going to she's going to lay the marker at practice every day. Like, and that's just as a coach, that's what you want, you know. And she's been awesome at it. Since last time we talked to you, you've had a couple of more wins. Last time we talked to you, we mentioned you're less than ten points away from being four and zero. Now you're less than ten points away from being six and zero. You're yeah. playing some nice basketball. We are, yeah. You know, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. Uh, we've had a couple of really good practices here at the break, which has been awesome to see as well. The girls have really stepped up since we've we have come back. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, we lost the first game of the year against a really good Edwardsburg team by by three. Led a lot of that game, and and you know, we talked about our first road game was at Portage Central. Um, didn't have our best shooting night, but but still had a last second shot to to win it and uh, end up going to overtime and and lost that one a close one as well. So we're playing well. Uh, we're throwing a few new things at the girls, which I think you know kind of you adjust as as the season when you're trying to put some new things in. Some things we go back to what we rely on a lot, but we're trying to do some new things on defense and offense just to give us a little bit more versatility kind of give us some different options in, in the middle of games that hopefully we can go to. And we've been able to slowly add that in in some of the games as well with our, our full court pressure and and, uh, and some of our offensive stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a good start. And uh, I think, you know, I was just talking to my assistant coach yesterday. This is a team that – I just think you'll see this team continue to get better and better as the season goes on. Because as we continue to get in better shape, as we continue to play with each other and just get that, they just pick up so much of what their teammates do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a team that you know they rely purely on. We have to run this set offense, and, and if we were good at it at the or beginning, one or one player, you know. So we've had multiple players step up as leading scorers. Um, like I said, we have multiple players that, that lead the defensive line. Um, and I just think you're going to see this team. You know, we played well so far, but I don't think we're near at our peak yet, which is which is exciting, um, especially considering, like I said, the tougher schedule we've got this season. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up. We're talking Lakeshore girls basketball with Coach Mike Clark and also sophomore Emily Lockman. We are at Meister Witkowski Photography in St. Joseph Avenue in downtown Stevensville. The coaches on News Talk Sports ninety four point nine WSJM FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. The Vatican this morning announced the death of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI coming days after his successor, Pope Francis, announced that Benedict was very sick. It will be Pope Francis to preside over Benedict's funeral. That will be Thursday. ABC's Terry Moran looks back at Benedict's legacy. On matters of personal morality, Benedict took a hard line, reaffirming the church's traditional teachings regarding contraception, abortion, and the celibate all-male priesthood. But this was a pope who also preached widely on the centrality of love and hope in the Catholic faith. One of Benedict's most significant acts was his decision to resign as pope in 2013, the first to do so in 600 years. ABC's Inez de la Catara has more from the Vatican. All eyes on Pope Francis to see what he has to say. We know the two had a special relationship and that Francis would often go to Benedict for advice. Benedict was 95. Brian Clark, ABC News. Some patchy fog in spots early today, looking gray but staying dry for most of the day. A stray shower is possible in the morning, highs in the low 40s. We'll cool to the low 30s overnight, but a stray rain shower is possible. Tomorrow will still be cloudy with a stray shower, highs in the mid 40s tomorrow. We'll warm to the low 50s Monday thanks to an incoming warm front, soaring to the low 60s Tuesday as widespread rain arrives. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. 
the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It is the second hour of the coaches. We are at Meisterwood-Kalski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in downtown Stevensville, normally at uh, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Full Circle's been closed for a little bit for the holidays to give staff time to spend the holidays with family and friends. They're going to be reopening uh, early this upcoming week, January 4th. Don't forget about their uh, new... Um, Lunch slash dinner hours Wednesday through Saturday open until seven o'clock at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. But again, if you want to check out uh, Amy Meister Woodkowski's uh, work online, Meister Woodkowski Photography, go to Meister Woodkowski Photography dot com. Check out all the amazing work that uh, see what she can do for you, whether it be athletic photos or senior pictures, wedding photos, family photos, you name it. You can see it all the the work online. We're talking Lakeshore girls basketball with head coach Mike Clark and also. Sophomore Emily Lockman. Emily, come on out of the break. We'll ask you this question. Don't give anything away, but Coach mentioned, you know, throwing some new things at you guys uh, is getting ready for the rest of the season. As a sophomore, just as a high school student athlete, how easy or hard is it to, uh, I guess, have new things? Okay, we're going to try this. We're going to try this. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does that come easy to you? Is it, you know, hey, hey hang on a second, re-explain it. Let's <laughs> let's go through this one more time for you personally. Personally, I I think it's easier for me to adapt to new things. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just think it's easier in my opinion. I'll ask some questions here and there. Um, if I forget a play, I'll just be like, what do I do in this situation? Or if this happens, what happens here? But no, I think it's easier, and I think it's good to learn new things, definitely, because you can learn or do so many new things on the court when you're out there playing. It's good for our team. And just like he said, we're doing a five out now, which is different than last year. We didn't do as much of. And doing that now, I just feel like it helps us run the play and get it moving more. I you know, know. Coach, you mentioned you play a lot in the post, too. How yeah. do you like the physical play? Because I would assume a lot of nights you're probably undersized. Yeah. Down low, yeah. especially on the defensive side. Definitely not as tall um, as the other girls, but I feel like I am just as strong as them. Sure. So I feel like I like it, honestly, mm-hmm. when I have to go up against someone. I mean, it, it is nerve-wracking when you have, like, a six-foot-four girl on you, like the <laughs> Madam on girl last year. Oh, wow. Um, But, no, I like it. Um, I think it's fun, honestly, especially when you get that hook shot or something on yeah. them. It just, like... I can still do right. just as much as you can. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Coach, it's it's nice where you have student-athletes where you're trying to implement new things, whether it be offensively, defensively, and they get it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the – to me, that's probably one of the biggest things I would say is the is the toughest transition from JV to varsity basketball. You know, and, and to consider how young our team's been the last couple of years with the freshmen and sophomores we've had playing a significant amount of minutes, we thought, oof, man, this could be, this could be really tricky, you know. Um, but they've done a nice job um, with that. But, yeah, I think those in-game adjustments and those learning, you know, the amount of new things that we put in in a season um, is the big adjustment. But this group's done a really nice job with it. Um, you know, I think like Emily said, a lot of times if it's anything with, with this group, I feel like these last couple of years is more of the individual questions of what do I do here? You know, not so much how does the set run or why do we do this as a whole? Like, I think they pick those things up very well. I think it's just more of the, okay, if this happens and like they're already thinking, okay, if this happens in a game, what's the thing I do next? What do I do? You know, as we're just teaching it, they're already thinking about the adjustments, you know, which is really cool. Um, and they do a really nice job with those things. So. And, and you know, last why- time we talked to you, you know, uh, we were talking about the win against Battle Creek Central. How you responded to the overtime loss to Ported Central, <laughs> Battle Creek Central. The last handful of years has been a nice ball club. You followed that up with a nice win against St. Joe. Yeah. What were some of the keys in that game? 
Well, we knew it'd be low scoring. You know, that was that was one of the things. It's, it feels like the last few years, well, I mean, well, several years now, that we've played St. Joe, we knew it was going to be one of those games you're just going to grind out. You're probably going to be in the 30s. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of against what we've typically been, the way we've been playing these last few years. You know, if you look at our, kind of our wins, we're, we because of the defense we play and the full court style that we play, it's not uncommon for us to hit the 50s, you know, in, in most of our games and in that mark. And going against St. Joe, it's like, okay, 30s and 20s, that's what you got to expect. And Why so, do you think that is? I mean, what, what changes? I think one is, is I think, the nerves. I do think probably for yeah. both teams, there's a little bit of that nervousness. So some of those shots, it's just everything's a little bit more, maybe more uneasy. Because I saw the stats, neither team shot really well. No, they? no, not great. Um, I think it, you know it's physical, you know, and and depending on I think the officiating on both sides for the most part, you know, allowed it to be a physical game, yeah, you know, right. so that that kind of just changes the style instead of it being a, an up and down flowing game, it kind of becomes a little bit more of a grind. Um, so I think those things play as much into it as anything. Maybe a little more methodical in your mm -hmm. possessions, you know, trying to do more with each each time you have it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think those are the things that kind of that lend to that St. Joe Lakeshore rivalry game right now. Um, but no, I mean it was it was a huge win, you know, and, and and the girls really stepped up. You know, we we went from, you know, having a lead to kind of losing a lead, and then and then coming back and and you know Paige hit a couple big shots there late, um, you know, a couple threes that that kind of put us over the top, at, you know, in the last minute or two, and and we we're able to hang on to it. So, Emily, coach mentioned like maybe the physical play in that St. Joe game. We talk about this a lot. Fans uh, sometimes will complain about referees either calling it too close or letting them play a little more physical, and it depends on where the referees are coming from. I mean, mm -hmm. they officiate different ways around the the state. Yeah. Uh, are you able to adapt pretty quickly? I mean, early in a game, you go, oh, okay, they're going to call it this way, I guess. And Do you adjust how you play based on that? Um, Sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard for me to see, I guess, because sometimes we get refs i mean every team feels this way they get refs where oh they're only calling it our way they're not calling it their way so right it's kind of hard to tell in my and just personally for me i guess i feel like i'm not as good as that as other players on my team but once i see it and a player on my team will say something to me be like hey just realized you can't go that hard on that one or right. like something like that and i just adapt when they tell me something but i try to adapt the best i can do you like it if you if you find they're letting physicality go where you can be more physical you like yes <laughs> um down low definitely yeah helpful for me yeah when the other team gets to do it to me obviously it's not as fun <laughs> right yeah <clears throat> yeah and then you know coach you know talking about the referees you've been around long enough now do you start picking up on how you think the style is gonna be for the game and and kind of let the girls know hey this is gonna be tighter here it's gonna be a little a little more loose here. The top of my glove box. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you start to get to, to where you know some of the different officiating and, and, and kind of obviously what crews you're going to get, if it's going to be a little more physical or not. And, and, and you're right. I think different areas, you mm -hmm. know, do play it. And, and we go everywhere from, you know, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo Portage areas to obviously mm -hmm. now we've got, you know, you got your Water of Elites and, and you had your Berrien Springs and obviously in St. Joe in this area. So. Um, you definitely get different, you know, if you go on the road to, to a Kalamazoo, um, to a Portage even, you know, I, I would say expect it to be a little more physical, sure. allow a little bit more to go. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, you have to you have to learn that and, and, and be able to adjust that. And, again, I think our, our girls, they do a nice job. We could probably do a better job, but I think they do a nice job. And I think part of that is is – youth too you know what i mean is is they right. they're very good at playing the way they play yeah, and, and i say that right and, and i say that right well i mean yeah you think about and that's where i think a lot of times this group doesn't always give themselves a lot of credit too is 
there are very few eighth graders that can jump into our varsity schedule. That's just very difficult to do. I mean, we don't play, you know, soft teams. We don't play, you know, we have a, we have a tough schedule year in, year out. Um, you throw that group of eighth graders to, like I said, many of them started, you know, three of them started as freshmen, uh, played a lot as freshmen. Four of them are now starting as sophomores. And, and you're still seeing some of that success and, and able to make the adjustments um, that we're asking them to do at the varsity level and, and do it competitively. You know, even though, like I said, we, we don't win one every game. We'll have tough games. We'll lose some games. But we do it competitively, and I think that's that's awesome. Well, finally, before we let you go, next up it's going to be Tuesday on the road at Niles. It's good to have a school here locally, Niles-sized, to still have them on the schedule even though they're not in the conference. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I love what – I mean, I love coaching against Jessica. I think she's a fantastic coach. Um and I, and I think she's, you know, I know this year they're down a little bit, but in general I think she's done a fantastic job with that program over there in terms of the way they play again. And you, usually you can go over there, you expect it to be physical, you expect them to be athletic, they're going to get after you. Um, and usually they're, they're good games, you know, and that's what's fun is is usually to me that Niles game is one that we always look at like, okay, this is going to be a competitive game. It's a winnable game, but it's a competitive game, and the team that really kind of shows up, kind of makes the adjustments, um, you know, is going to be the team that comes out with a win. And um, so it's always fun, you know, playing against Niles and, and uh, like I said, it's always a good game. Lancers have won three in a row, four of their last uh, five. And again, coming up on Tuesday on the road at Niles and then right after a break on the 10th on the road at Otsego. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having us. Glad you guys had a good holiday and a happy new year. Thanks. Same to you. All right. Good luck. We'll take a break. We'll come back. and We'll talk Michigan Lutheran basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Your monthly cost on entertainment. TV, $100 a month. Internet, $50 plus a month. Cell phone, tack on another $100. Add it all up, you're paying three grand a year at least for entertainment. But what does your radio cost you? Nada. It's free. Free music, free news, free entertainment every single day. No monthly charge, no annual fees. Midwest Family, local. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Start the new year with a new membership from Renaissance Athletic Club. If you sign up right now, there's a $0 join fee. Plus, if you prepay your 12-month membership, you'll receive the 13th month free. Be part of the RAC community where you have access to a robust variety of fitness classes, top-of-the-line equipment, rejuvenating amenities, seven-day-a-week child care, and more. See all that RAC has to offer. Stop by today at 501 Graham Avenue in Benton Harbor or go to racbh.com. 
the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Begin they're off for the holidays. They'll be back uh, serving uh, your favorite breakfasts and uh, lunches and even uh, dinners Wednesday through Saturday starting January 4th. They're reopening. We are at uh, Meister Witkowski Photography on St. Joseph Avenue in downtown Stevensville. Been Southwest Michigan's favorite photographer for several years, and they've been around since 1966. Check them out online, Meister-WitkowskiPhotography.com. Ron Briney, girls basketball coach at Michigan Lutheran. He's the dean. Uh, Dean, oh, he's oh got boy. more years. I think everybody else combined. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has several Mike, years Mike yet to go. Shusevsky. Right, Mike Shusevsky, Sorry, <laughs> he, he looks younger than Shusevsky. Yeah, a lot yeah I don't know about that. <laughs> There's days where I feel older. <laughs> How you doing? Doing very well. Good. I hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, great Christmas. Uh, got three of my kids home and six of my grandkids and a house full of people. And nice. Uh, it was absolutely great to have family <laughs> sitting around us and. Uh, my son's team was playing down at River Valley in a tournament, so I got to see him playing a couple games and just be a part of basketball in a different mm-hmm. aspect of things. And I uh, enjoyed every second of what I've had so far and looking forward to next week and uh, starting to ramp things back up. So yeah, We were you know, talking during the break. You had a chance to see uh, Jake. Uh, he brought to Powderville down to, to River Valley. Yeah. Get a chance. How often do you actually get a chance to see his team in person? Uh, that's the third game that I've seen this year. Okay. Uh, maybe a couple games a year that we get a chance to go up there watching the weather and then trying to match up and <clears throat> with this 22 game schedule might be even a little harder now to, to match up. But, uh, uh, I got his huddle account, so I, oh, nice. I, I get to watch games <laughs> that way and we do what we do as a father and son. And that's a joy. I mean, I enjoy working with my son and sharing information and talking basketball and watching what he does he's a been a basketball hound his whole life and uh, benefited from that gym rat mentality and uh, he loves the game and he's also an ad now so mm-hmm. he's dealing with some interesting administration things which has been a part of my life in different forms all right my life so uh just sharing stories and very proud of what he's accomplishing with him being the ad at potterville you got a chance to see their girls you uh, took yes. them on yeah, we played uh, Potterville up there, and they got a girl that was in the Reaching Higher program. Mm-hmm. Very good, put 26 on us. and uh, They got a very young team, and they're very well coached. They have a really good coach from Grand Ledge that uh, has stepped in, and uh, they're getting the most out of their opportunity. And uh, uh, They did a really good job on us um, with with their knowing where their points need to come from we're Mm -hmm. still a team trying to discover where our points come from and that showed in that game and uh guys a really good coach enjoy what he does he does a lot of similar things to what we do and so it was very good to be a part of that another little bit of a trip where the kids get together and uh, it was a lot of fun to be, to do that. I bet. And when you look at your schedule, no one can ever accuse you of not willing to play anybody. Right. Well, we're, I mean, you're all you play anybody will say we'll play. Them. We we enjoyed finding out what we have and uh, being challenged, and uh, you know we try to 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 load up with the people that'll play us. We're very blessed with the teams that mm-hmm. uh, continue year after year to play against us, and we respect that. And and uh, it's helped our program you know kind of say hey you can't live on your laurels you got to go forward because there's always somebody uh working just as hard as you are that's a little bit better than you are and you got to find out you know what can we do to stretch our to be the best that we can be but the thing i liked what you've always done you've never scheduled wins well it's not what it's for i give john a lot of credit for that because you know we 
we have sat down for a lot of years right from the beginning and talked about, you know, philosophy of, of what I would like as a coach. <laughs> it was a little different than when I first came here. And uh, I've enjoyed that journey. John's been very respectful in doing what I've asked for as best as he can. I mean, sure. it, things don't just fall into place. They, they take a lot of work. And uh, so I appreciate what he does for our program and, and trying to balance that stuff off. And the challenges are there, and that's what's uh, – good for our kids to know and and they enjoy that that actually they enjoy that part of being challenged and even when it's uh, <laughs> a little bit on the rough side sometimes yeah. you, you don't know what you got until you get challenged and that's mm-hmm. a good thing you follow that game up uh with potterville with a nice win against howardsville christian a talented team yeah there's they've got some nice numbers right now and uh, again they're very well coached as well and uh they've got a couple ball players they can depend on and fortunately our our press was kind of a difference maker there, and uh, you know our offense continues to come around, but we've got a ways to go. We got to define where the points and the shots are coming from, and uh, these young ladies kind of want to stand back and wait for somebody to do it, and we got to get that make it happen type attitude a little bit out of of roles, and we're in the process of doing that. We're we we've lost six practices before Christmas. Wow! Just this year. Uh, from the the change that the state's made and uh oh. that's that's 12 mm-hmm. that's 12 hours worth of right. prep and so these kids of no fault of their own have had some time taken away from them in terms of learning and preparing and setting the goals and having those meetings about my role on the team and that kind of stuff so we're we're catching that up now over the break and uh i look forward to them maturing as we move into the the new part of the year and uh at six practices is a lot. Yeah, you know, it's if you think about it, you lose a week, that's five, and two right. games, that's seven practices you lost from the the new structure that we have. That's true for everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've got to recreate ourselves somehow, and boy, that's really hard to do when things are taken away from you um, in this early stage, the learning stage. So. We're going to make the most out of it. We had six games before Christmas. Never had that before. So, right. Uh, we're just we're just going to make that adjustment. I got great kids to work with. They're willing to learn. They're ready to go forward. And we've got some work to do. And uh, I believe they're willing to do that. And we'll get those roles defined. And I think we'll get better and better and be our best at the end, which is our goal every year. So, you know, I guess with, with the one less week of practice for girls and boys. You know, I wonder if some coaches said, "Well, I normally give them a week off over break. I'm not going to. We're going to practice now." Did you give any thought to that? Well, we don't have much choice. I mean, I, our gym gets refurbished over the. All right. And our new one's not done yet, <laughs> which I was kind of hoping for. It was right. supposed to be a, uh, done, but it's not. So if I'd have had that, that would have been a whole different aspect of things. So. You know, they're, they're still got their week off, and we're going to come back at it pretty early. We've got open gym starting Tuesday, and our first game coming back is that following Thursday. We start school on the 9th, so, and then we go up to Ferris State and, and play our friends from Frankfurt there on the 14th. So, And then it's on. Just, mm-hmm. Here we go, lots of games. and sprint, isn't it? Yeah, and hopefully our gym will be pretty close to there. They're, they were supposed to char- start the floor there just before Christmas, and, of course, uh, three out of the four workers were ill, and oh, then the storm hit. And yeah. 
just keeps adding things up. But, boy, it would be nice to have that gym and get some of that practice. That was what I was hoping for, getting more of that practice time back with that additional gym that uh, we've been blessed with. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Michigan Lutheran girls basketball coach Ron Briney. We're at Meister Witkowski Photography in downtown Stevensville. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. Have you ever missed an anniversary? Siemens and Bridgman almost did. Siemens is celebrating 40 years of being a Chrysler dealer. For the rest of the month, they'll be celebrating those 40 years with discounting most of their Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram inventory. Selection is great with over 50 Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram vehicles in stock. Combining those discounts with newly announced year-end incentives makes the celebration even better. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You might be really glad you did. One in four Americans today are living with a disability. I'm one of them. I care deeply about creating a world we can all fully participate in, free from stigma, misperceptions, and barriers. And we've got a trusted ally on our side, an organization we can rely on, Easter Seals. Rooted in communities nationwide, Easter Seals helps empower millions of people, regardless of age or disability, through its life-changing services and powerful advocacy. Today and every day, Easter Seals is leading the way to full equity, inclusion, and access to health care, employment, and education for people with disabilities, families, and communities. That's my Easter Seals. Make it yours. Learn more and get involved at EasterSeals.com. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Woodkowski back at Meister Woodkowski Photography in downtown Stevensville. Normally at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, but again, they're closed for a bit to uh, allow the staff to enjoy the holidays for with family and friends. So they will be uh, back open January 4th at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We'll be back there next Saturday. Michigan Lutheran girls basketball coach Ron Briney is uh, joining us. The um, Titans have rattled off now uh, two wins in a row. Howardsville Christian in New Buffalo. Then you've got the uh, the extended uh, break because of the uh, holidays and, and that. So next up is Andrews Academy, and Brett made the comment to you <laughs> during the break. That's one of those teams where you just you never know no, what to no, expect. Team. Yeah, they've had some you know twenty five point scores on their team at, at times, and uh, they've had some great balance at times. And you just you don't know what you're going to see, and that's okay with me. And uh, so we're looking forward to having an opportunity to play them in the new year and get started. At, and I'm pretty sure it's a home game, if I remember right. Yep. I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Here. So looking forward to getting a home game in there to start with, and away we go. On a uh, refurbished, uh, or at least a redone gym floor, yeah, too. Yeah, it's <laughs> always nice to get that done over the Christmas break. It kind of fits there, so it gets done and dry by the new year and off and running. So we got it done again. And so it kind of looks like a new floor and mm-hmm. feels like that, so that's not a bad way to do it each year. Yeah. Your last game was December 15th, and you play again on the 12th of January. 
do you almost I don't want to say go back to the beginning, but do you feel like it's it's like another season almost? Well, it, it's definitely going to be different. Uh, the thing is, these kids got history now, and mm-hmm. so the history of six games lets them know where they're at. And so we got to get our basketball legs back underneath us and and continue to redefine, you know, how this group is going to be successful offensively and defensively. We've gotten we've gotten better defensively. Uh, offensively, we got a ways to go. And uh, I think that just there there are some things that I want to add as a coach that I think will complement this group's talent. So that's coming. I always pretty well have to do that during the the new year part and i think we've got some things in mind to help that process out so we'll we'll have some time to put that in there and uh these kids are willing to work hard i haven't told them you know push 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 they, they do that themselves mm-hmm. and uh i just they got to build confidence and that's especially on the offensive end and that's where we got to get to what are some of the biggest challenges when you have a break when you come back you know to practice and- yeah the conditioning getting that second wind some kids are more faithful than others about doing that. I mean, you challenge them to do that, and and uh, some kids do it and some don't. And uh, so it's just part of the acceptance of what you got to do. So the first, we're going to have an open gym to start with. I found out that just an open gym and getting them to catch their second win and get a lot of shooting drills in and just get after it that way and do some conditioning with a basketball in your hand uh, does a good job for us, and then you can start – you know, putting in the other things, the following practice, and get things going from there. But that's probably the biggest thing is getting that because if you're huffing and puffing and uh, you kind of shut the brain down a little bit, uh, yeah. you don't really accomplish much. So. Well, that's us every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huffing and puffing all the time. <laughs> We're talking Michigan Lutheran girls basketball with head coach Ron Briney. Have you had a young lady that's kind of stepped up to be your vocal floor leader? Well, I've got two senior captains that have done a great job. And, uh, you know, Jules Kaler at the guard position, and then uh, Jaden Beck has done a great job uh, from the inside. You know, so it's nice to have two seniors. It's nice to have a, a guard as well as a post player that uh, inside and out. Uh, they're doing a great job of leadership, and we're trying to catch a little more fire and spread that out a little bit more because I think they're doing the biggest part of it right now, and I think we were trying to develop more leadership on this fairly young team. And uh, we've got a lot of young ladies that will work really hard, but they're they're waiting for somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not what you do at the varsity level. <laughs> it's about what you bring to the table, and, and that's what I've got to teach a bunch of this this group, and they're coming along just fine. And it's just a confidence thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's part of the journey. That's, that's the cool part, too. They're willing to learn, and they, they know they got to stretch a little bit, and they're willing to do that. And then how, how many do you or can you play in the game? Because, you know, looking at your schedule, you play Thursday, then you play a Saturday. And looking at your whole schedule, you play every day of the week, I think, except Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. It, it spreads out to be just what it has to be, and that's how it goes with both uh, trying to match up the boys' and right. the girls' schedules and stuff like that, too, with 22 games now instead of 20. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think it goes very easy for us. I've got a nice balance of kids. we got three sophomores up and a fourth one that does the five-quarter mm-hmm. rule. Uh, the juniors are very getting acclimated to the varsity level part of things, and I've got uh, five seniors so that that know what it looks like. And their leadership role, it's some of its leadership is new to them. So 
Um, they're coming together very nicely, and I'm playing everybody, and I'm looking for that leadership on sure. the floor mm-hmm. outside of the captains because they need some help with that. And and the more they own it, the better we get, and that's what I'm trying to get them to realize. You know, uh, It's just not about one or two people. It's about everybody being on the floor communicating and, and from the bench as well. You mentioned some of the smaller players who may be waiting for somebody else to do something on the floor. As a coach, how do you you know convince them, hey, it's okay to shoot. It's okay <laughs> to do this. Well, it's conversations. I mean, uh, uh, the way it happens, there's to me, the, the approach that I take is I want kids to know if the good Lord's given you a certain talent to be a good shooter, then it's selfish for you not to use it. And kids don't, and I don't. I don't ever want to be referred to as a selfish person. Mm-hmm. And they don't like to hear that. And so if I say, you know, what are you going to be the best at the team at? Well, I'm going to be the best shooter. Then you're going to get out there and shoot. That's mm-hmm. your job, whether it goes in or it doesn't go in. Put it up there so the rebounder can do their job. So, you know, you go right down the list. And we make sure that every kid recognizes that they're going to be the best at something on the team. And if you put all those best at something together and you're doing your best at something, that requires some level of leadership at what you do best. And uh, if they don't translate that into the team, then we don't get to be the best we can be. So we work hard at that, and we're at such an early stage with six less practices that uh, I'm confident this group is going to get there. Uh, it's never as fast as a coach wants it to happen. Right. <laughs> All right, so again, Michigan Lutheran is uh, at home against Andrews Academy on the uh, 12th, which is Thursday, Thursday right? Yes. Thursday, uh, coming after school, and the 17th on the road at River Valley. Playing some good basketball, and enjoy the rest of the break, and good luck uh, coming out of the break, Thank too. you very much. Yeah. Bring, bring in 2023. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Belated Merry Christmas to you and the family, and Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk Benton Harbor Girls basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. There's the man. If you like to shop, 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 United Federal Credit Union has Visa credit cards that offer perks, perks, perks. And the right card can make all the difference. Our U-First Visa card offers great low rates and no fees, while our U-Rewards Visa card offers, well, great rewards. You choose the card that's right for you. Gotta give you credit for that. Visit unitedfcu.com slash credit card today. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal Opportunity Lender. News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM Signature Dealer Group and Berrien Springs Public Schools are proud to present Academic Challenge. Every week, area schools compete head-to-head virtually in a one-hour quiz program. Catch video of the competitions posted Mondays on the WSJM Facebook page and tune in to hear Academic Challenge Sundays at 6 a.m. Supported by Cook Nuclear Power Plant, Lakeshore Public Schools, and Life Vision Eye Care. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, many who are in vulnerable populations, are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion? And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life, the freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS. 
because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. Some patchy fog in spots early today, looking gray but staying dry for most of the day. A stray shower is possible in the morning, highs in the low 40s. We'll cool to the low 30s overnight, but a stray rain shower is possible. Tomorrow will still be cloudy with a stray shower, highs in the mid 40s tomorrow. We'll warm to the low 50s Monday thanks to an incoming warm front, soaring to the low 60s Tuesday as widespread rain arrives. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Woodkowski back at Meister Woodkowski Photography in downtown Stevensville, Southwest Michigan's favorite photographer. Whether it be um, athletic photos for school or youth sports or senior pictures, wedding photos, family photos, anything, you can check them out online, meister-woodkowskiphotography.com. Normally, we're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. They'll be reopening after the holiday break, January 4th. We'll be there next Saturday talking boys basketball here on WSJM. Kenny Jackson, girls basketball coach at Benton Harbor, is joining us. A couple games over the uh, the holidays. Good to see you, and belated Merry Christmas, and thank uh, you. Happy thank New Year. You, thank you. Same to you. Glad to be here. And he's he's wearing his maize and blue, getting yeah, ready for, ready the, for the, the game, game early. We're ready. <laughs> Him and Tom over here. Oh, right. <laughs> we can't handle much more of this, can we, Phil? <laughs> no, uh, exactly. There's enough maize and blue in here to go. We've had enough. <laughs> So you do play a couple times over the the holiday break. Do you like getting games in uh, over the break? I don't mind getting games in. Uh, the only issue that I had this year, it actually conflicted with the Christmas tournament, which I didn't have a problem with. But when we came back from our game with River Valley, it was so packed we could, the girls couldn't get in the game. So oh, at the wow. end of the game, we get off the bus – they meet us at the door and say, okay, you got to come in and drop off your stuff, and you got to leave. Really? Right. So that didn't sit well with me at all. Right. Right. Exactly. So uh, they got to figure something out for next year. Either they got to sell like 10 less tickets or something. But the girls uh, should be allowed to get into the game. You should have took them off that old radio perch. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Exactly. Well, you know, the issue I had was after that, you tell us we can't get in, then I witness other people walking in. <laughs> so that's the problem I have with it. So, yeah, I'll bet the girls were looking forward to watching the game. Yeah, well, you know, a few of them actually did. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to you anyways, do they? Right. <laughs> so I got that text later tonight. A few of your girls snuck in. Oh wow! Oh, I get whatever. Do you uh, do you find you know saying we're playing over break? Do any of the and again this is going to be a, with any school girls or family saying we're going to be out of town? Yes, I had a girl in Vegas. Okay. Yeah, hmm. and she gets major minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was in Vegas. Another girl got sick, and then um, and another girl just you know she just couldn't play for whatever reason. So. I had to pick up two freshmen. Oh, wow. I picked up two freshmen and a sophomore and just stuck them in the games for for intimate stretches so we can get the girls a break. You know, if I see you lagging, give you a break. And um, you still won. Still won. Still won both games. The um, Ottawa Hill score, that was, um, I think that was 59 to 31, I believe, yeah. 
Okay. So we got at them pretty good. And yeah. And, um, you know, day after we played River Valley, <laughs> score was a lot closer. <laughs> <laughs> Were they just well, tired or... Playing the at early afternoon game throw you off a little bit? Well, the girls said they were, uh, this is the second half of back-to-back. I don't care about back-to-backs. I sleep every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I don't even care about that. But the reality of the situation is, if, you, if you're going to win a state title in Michigan, you have to play back-to-back. You have to. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be tougher teams. So is that going to be the excuse to get beat by 50 when you get to the finals? Or was the second out of a back-to-back? Is that going to be the excuse? Because in Indiana, I think they play with the same day almost sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, come on now. So that can't be an excuse. Stop looking for excuses to be successful. I remember when I was a little kid watching mm-hmm. some high school games, a lot of the games were Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not, not Tuesday, Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can't use that as an excuse. I, have you found uh, the consistency that you've wanted from this team yet? Not yet. I haven't found the consistency, but I'm wondering if I haven't found the consistency because of the back-to-back. The games that I'm looking for us to come out and, and, and be hot, we're not. Mm-hmm. You know, So even even though we, we won against River Valley, we didn't look particularly good against River Valley. and uh, But... You know, Ottawa Hills, they play Union real good, and then Union beat us, and then we blow Ottawa Hills out. That doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> so, no, I haven't found a consistency because what, I, what I've found is if you don't keep up with your workout regimen, you know, eventually it starts to de- it'll deteriorate regardless of the games um, because I had them on a minute run and not a lap run. Mm-hmm. And but because we got so many, we're having so many games every other day. You can't do it because then you got not, you got a game the next day. Mm-hmm. So that hurt the scheduling. Hurt. I like the games, but the way they were put together it kind of hurt us a little bit. We're talking Benton Harbor girls basketball with head coach Kenny Jackson. The teams that you've seen, I mean, you've seen the likes of St. Joe, mm-hmm. Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Grand Rapids Union and Ottawa Hills. Mm-hmm. Hillcrest out of the Chicago area? Hillcrest out of Chicago. You've seen a lot of different various forms of play? A lot of different styles. Yeah. A lot of different styles. Um, Buchanan, you know, they, they're well-rounded. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have every spot covered. And um, Hillcrest out of Chicago, they have they only have good bigs, but they have a lot of guards. Mm. Uh, same thing with Union. Union has an amazing energy. They're going to play hard regardless. They can be down 50 points. They're going to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Almost like a Michael Jordan-esque. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's all of them. It's not, and they bring people off the bench that can contribute. Mm. And that's key. If you have eight people, eight or nine, that can match high energy, you're going to be in every game. And that's all it is. And they all kind of do the same thing. They can, no matter what the scouting report was, they, you know, they just kept coming. So. With, you mentioned bench play. How do you feel your bench play is working out for you guys right now? It's not good, in all honesty. It's, it's terrible. You're always honest. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good, really. 
Uh, at times you might have uh, one person who can contribute and then that contribution is primarily on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. We really don't have any offensive threat coming off of the bench at all. So, but we're working on it, but we just don't have it. They just, for whatever reason, basketball hasn't been a focus, and uh, they may be the best in the school at it, but that does not necessarily mean you could play. Right. So, no, we don't. We don't have a good bench. We got a solid five. You know, I like the top five, man, maybe even top six, maybe top two, maybe top one. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the night, right? Quarter. Depends on the quarter. Or if you play back-to-back, right? Or if we play (laughs) back-to-back. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Kenny Jackson. We're talking Benton Harbor Lady Tiger basketball on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Hi, it's Zach for my friends at Fennell Touch. They're located at 2942 Niles Road in St. Joe, just across from Buffalo Wild Wings, and they've asked me to talk to you today about adding more pleasurable romantic moments in the new year for you and your partner. Ladies, is that something you might like to do? Of course it is. How about a little giddy up in the bedroom? Well, that is the brand new product that uh, Fennel Touch has to offer for all natural male enhancement available after December 31st for men 18 and older, but available now for pre-order at Fennel Touch. It comes in a blue teddy bear bottle. It is all natural male enhancement with no side effects. And this is your opportunity to feel the boost in under one hour with Giddy Up to help improve performance and enhance sensation. Natural male enhancement for men 18 and older, it's certainly going to bring more passion for men and pleasure for you women. So if you're ready to giddy up and you have more questions, want to place your pre-order, you can certainly talk to Daphne and the staff by stopping by in person, 2942 Niles Avenue in St. Joe at Fennel Touch. You can also give them a call, 287-3159 for more details or go to finaltouch.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-E-T-O-U-C-H.com. And giddy up with all natural male enhancement. Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM or at Meister Witkowski Photography in downtown Stevensville on St. Joseph Avenue, Southwest Michigan's favorite photographer. Check out Amy's work online, Meister-Witkowski uh photography.com normally at full circle cafe and espresso bar they've been closed for the holidays and they're reopening january 4th again right here in downtown stevensville kenny jackson benton harbor girls basketball coach is uh, joining us the lady tigers uh coming off of uh what back-to-back wins going into the holiday break coming out of the break you got a pretty uh you've got some nice competition yeah. saint joe brandywine yeah. waterville yes <laughs> yes yes i'm i'm okay with that because we have probably what um, 
Let me see, it's 22 games in all, but we've had nine already. Mm-hmm. So we got a nice long rest break. Mm-hmm. So this time we face St. Joe. They can't say over the back-to-back. We got all the rest <laughs> in the world. We got all the rest in the world between these games now. Enough time to prepare. Enough time to go over the scouting report over and over and over again. Enough time from some more conditioning. And so it should be no excuse. I'm expecting a different result, but, you know, I'm pretty sure St. Joe's expecting the same result. Since you played, you know, over over the break, do you give the girls any days off, you know, like other than like a, a Sunday, just they have off for the holiday or not? Oh, I haven't talked to them at all since the, <laughs> <laughs> since the 28th. I've had no conversation. They can send a text. I just ignore it. <laughs> I'm not talking to them at all right now. No. Yeah, they get, they get, they get, I'm giving them plenty of rest. So when they, a couple of them, well, one of them, she's asked to get in the gym. But I'm thinking, like, I just watch you play. Why you want to get in the gym? Are you going to bring that same stuff? Why? I, and I had to tell her, I said, listen, if you are not going to dunk the ball, you are not going to be waiting in half court where everybody else fighting for rebounds. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So everyone, like, all of my players pretty much, a lot of them, you know, they have their own agenda. Mm-hmm. Right, you have one person who is fighting too hard to get in the scorebook, so you got to slow them down. Another person just want to put up more points, so they're lagging in half court. Another person's don't want to play defense, so they're swinging their arms instead of moving their feet. And all, it's it's nonsense. But when you're trying to get together to watch film, then they're too tired to watch film. See, you can watch film, and you might look at your successes, but I'm gonna point out where you're lagging. Right. But they don't want to do that. Oh, that's that's what makes you better, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I go through and I, I, I put up some notes on one of our games on Huddle. And I couldn't get through five minutes, not through the quarter, without being on that thing for like 20 minutes typing. So I said, skip it. We got to sit out. <laughs> right. Why? Why? What's what's the point? Now, you, you lost the Saints show by five. Right. What do you have to do to beat them when you come out of break? What, we have to be able to match their energy, and we have to be more disciplined defensively. And we missed a lot of assignments. We we let them have some open shots that should not have happened. And then when you, we, we get down there, and, and the scouting report is accurate. It's accurate. It's an accurate scouting report, but unless we get out there and execute, isn't it going to make a difference? It's not going to make a difference. You can say... I remember at one stretch, I told them, I said, well, listen, they're triple team and her. We got to switch the offense up. I told them what to do, call the timeout, put them in the offense, and they still did something totally different. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing? I mean, why, why even go through it then if you're not going to listen? Is it nice to have them, you know, them being St. Joe now as opposed to you play them third game of the season and the 18th game of the season. There's right. less of a gap. Is, is is it better that way because it's still kind of fresh in your memory? It's still fresh. And then I, I, the good thing about having them right after break is we have all the energy in the world. Mm-hmm. It probably brings focus too, yes, to a practice, yeah, I would yeah. think. So we got time so I can have a whole day for film. Mm-hmm. Then I can have a day for uh, working on this. Then I can have a day... Sh- just to get you know to get our energy back up, um, so yeah, we can't have no, we can't have any excuses, mm-hmm. and that's all it boils down to. Um, 
those are life lessons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not it's, just it's, about basketball. It's not about basketball at all. I keep trying to tell people. It's not about basketball. How do you respond to adversity is going to tell me what kind of person you're going to end up becoming. Well, did you like what you said coming out of the Union game, going to Ottawa Hills, follow that up with the nice win? Do you like how your team responded? Yeah, but it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the response, but it didn't make sense. Um, Ottawa Hills is similar to Union. Okay. But they do not have um, as many uh, of the horses. Okay. But they play similar styles. Mm -hmm. And so... I've often said styles make fights. So Union did not have a big girl. Ottawa Hills did. Mm. And I've often said, you know, I like our bigs. It's their bigs. But what Union had was five people that could put their ball on the floor and move it. Uh, and they passed real well, too. Mm -hmm. High-energy team. So I like, I like the way Union plays. So... All right, so coming out of the break, St. Joe at uh, on the road on the ninth, and then back to back home games, not back to back days, but two home. Yeah, we don't want to bring that up. No, <laughs> not again. Brandy Wine in in Waterville. Ooh, coming dude, out of the tough, yeah, yeah tough coming schedule. out of the break, this could be a, a reality check or at least a, a character check, I guess. Yes. Um, last year we had a nice stretch, but they came after the Brandy Wine win. Then I we went on that. we went on a run after that. Yeah. So um, a lot of these girls, they're familiar because they play on the same traveling team. Okay. Uh, they got friends in River Valley, friends over in uh, Brandywine. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh-huh. You love that, don't you? Uh, <laughs> every bit of it. Uh, uh, you're all over that, right. aren't you? So they're, so they're familiar, but... I do expect, I watch us on tape. We're, we can be good when we play hard. That's it. We just have to be able to match the energy, and then we're fine. Yeah. The problem with having a small team where you don't have numbers, you have nobody to practice against. Yeah. That's do you, do you have problem. JV and Varsity go together? No. No. JV can't get up at 6 in the morning. <laughs> well, I can't either. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, again, belated Merry Christmas and uh, Happy you. New Same Year to you. And Hopefully we brought you some cheer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brought me some sleep is what it did. <laughs> and uh, enjoy your uh, football game later today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. It's the coaches from Meister Woodkowski Photography this morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible, because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. I'm Will Tiemann, and welcome to the Michigan Sports Brief for Thursday, December the 15th, brought to you by Frank and Muth Insurance. Start a frank conversation about your insurance with one of our local independent agents by visiting fmins.com. Well, for the second consecutive season, the Bulldogs of Ferris State will be playing for the Division II National Football Championship. The game will take place on Saturday, and the opponent will be the Colorado School of Mines. Back with more about this in just a moment.
This season, the GLIAC Conference placed three teams in the Division II football playoffs, Grand Valley State, Davenport, and Ferris State. And for the second straight season, Ferris State has made its way into the national title game and is playing for the chance at claiming back-to-back national championships. Tony Anise, the head coach of the Bulldogs, says even though this is his third trip to the title game, his mindset has not changed. No, my uh, my mindset's the same. I go there, and it's 100% um, work. And so, uh, you know, that's what you, you need to do is manage your time as a coaching staff, manage your time as players, realizing, you know, by the time you get down there, um, you know, get settled. Friday's uh, a work day, and then Saturday, obviously, is a work day. So um, it's 100% work. I actually told Coach Smith this, but I, when I get to the hotel, I only leave the hotel um, for work, you know, like going to practice or having a meeting, an obligation I need to attend. Other than that, I've, I've never left the hotel um, to uh, go for a walk or anything. So uh, it's complete and utter work. You know, yeah, it's pretty cool to get there, but I mean, you got to get you got to get the W now, or um, you know, you're just not feeling good. And so, I've already transitioned my mind and completely and utterly stressed about mines and trying to get uh, a W against them. So, there's no uh, you know feeling of accomplishment right now. So it's all locked in on trying to get this last W, and and if we're able to do that, then. Uh, um, I would probably be relieved. And as always, we've been brought to you by Frank and Muth Insurance. Loading the kids in the car, brokering peace in the back seat, mastering the snack handoff without even looking. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who live in your community, know you by name, and answer when you call. They keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like figuring out what's growing in that cup holder. That's simple human sense. Ask your independent agent if auto owners make sense for you. And welcome back. And again, we're being joined by assistant coach Doug Wojcik this week. As MSU has no games, it's finals week. Well, so far, we've talked about a couple aspects of, of the team so far this season. But the one thing I would, that's really been striking a little bit is the, uh, the assist to turnover ratio, and it may be even more important the turnovers in general. Remember a year ago, we just had double digits all the time, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, last handful of games, single digits. Yeah. So what's happened? Well, it's really it's it's really a two, three, four part kind of situation. Coach has always blitzed and braked. He's always ran after a missed shot. He's always ran after a made shot. So. We are doing a better job taking care of the ball better than probably any time, any period that I've been here as far as not having turnovers. But we are not running the way our past teams have ran. So Coach would sit there and tell you over his career that, you know, the turnovers have been an issue. But that's because of the emphasis on the break. So it's a little bit of both. So we want to continue to take care of the basketball, get shots, you know, get shots to the rim for sure. Uh, But we also want to run a little bit more. The running game, how do you get it a little quicker? 
Well, I mean, you get a little quicker. Joey's pretty good about taking the ball out of bounds on a made shot. He's really good. I think Malik coming back and playing both positions will help us a little bit. Uh, right now, we've played Jason Whitens at the four, so that's kind of an adjustment for him because he's not really a power forward, but he's played there for us just to kind of relieve Joey for the minute or two minutes that he's out. But I think getting more clean rebounds after a defensive stop, meaning no one's around us, we go up, we get a good rebound, we get a crisp pass to our outlet situation uh, with our point guard, and then we're, we're running. Our wings are running wide and getting down the floor. If that's the case, then we're going to get better shots earlier in the shot clock. Well, appreciate that. Um, absolutely will. And as always, we have been brought to you by Auto Owners Insurance. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and I gotta say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line. Johnny. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Woodkowski, as we wrap things up at Meister Woodkowski Photography. Again, normally our home is um, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. They've been closed for the holiday break, the reopening January 4th. We'll see you there next Saturday morning talking boys basketball. But we appreciate uh, Amy and Brett and Meister Woodkowski Photography for hosting us here this morning. It's been a uh, good show, fun show, great, uh, great location. Yeah, and the heat worked this year. Yeah. <laughs> Last year we came in here and the furnace went out, That's which right. thankfully we came in because <laughs> there was no damage. Yeah. Uh, the blower had gone. Hooray for else. heat, right? Yep. So, <laughs> no, we appreciate it. It's nice being in downtown Stevensville. They did yeah. a nice job keeping so, everything maintained. Stuff. Meister Woodkowski Photography is Southwest Michigan's favorite photographer. You can check out Amy's work online, meister-woodkowskiphotography.com. They're located on St. Joseph Avenue here in downtown Stevensville. That will wrap things up for the coaches this morning here on WSJM. Our thanks to uh, Mike Clark, Ron Briney, and Kenny Jackson for joining us here at Meister Woodkowski Photography. We are brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Also by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Food Land, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph.